the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Our Response to the Word. The Bible teaches us in Romans chapter 1 that the gospel, which is God's word, is the power of God unto salvation. The healing, the wholeness, the soundness, the deliverance, the peace, the comfort, and everything else that salvation brings is all in the word. But the Bible also tells us that the gospel is not the power of God unto salvation for everybody, but it's only so unto them that believe. That means that if we don't respond properly to the word of God that's preached to me and you by believing it, then the power of God unto salvation won't manifest for me and you. That's why it's so important that we respond properly to the word of God that's preached to me and you. So that the power of God unto salvation that could have manifested from the gospel preached to us manifests for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Our Response to the Word. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Your job is to grab hold of what God is saying to you, and then it's going to grab hold of you. Now, when you grab hold of it, it ain't letting you go. See, when you grab hold of it, it won't let you go. And it'll grab hold of you and not let you go. It'll grab hold of you and it won't let you go. Remember, we learned already God said, I'll never leave you, never forsake you. I'll never fail you. See, God will give you a word of the prize of the high calling that he has for you. Your part is to apprehend that which he says can be apprehended. Your job is just to apprehend that which says it could be apprehended. If he said it, just grab what he said. Don't try to go after it. Just grab what he said. Because it's going to get you what he said. You just grab what he said. Now, first of all, you apprehend the fact that you can have it, be it, or do it. That's the first thing you apprehend. Just apprehend the fact that you can have it, be it, or do it. Wait a minute, I thought you said God said it. Yep, that's what makes it a fact. It's a spiritual fact. That is greater than the natural facts that exist. And your faith opens up an orifice so that he can be able to get it through from the spiritual world into the natural world. So first, you got to apprehend the fact that he can, that you can have it, be it, and do it. That's one of the reasons why we say the word over and over again. Remember, we learned in Joshua chapter one, it says, don't let this word depart out of our mouth, but meditate in it day and night. Meditate is not sitting with your legs crossed and your hands like this, like you Spider-Man and stuff like that, and humming. Are you listening to me? That ain't meditation. Are you listening? That's imitation meditation. Praise God. Like pleather and leather, that's imitation meditation. Praise God. Like spam and ham, that's imitation meditation. Are you listening to The two ain't the same. Praise God. Amen. So first of all, your job is just to grab hold to the fact that God said you could be it and do it and have it. Then you apprehend it as a manifested fact. See, that's what's not 
That's what is not as though you've already attained, but continue to press to apprehend it. That's the part where he said, it's not as though I already attained because he knew he had some of what God said he can have, but he knew he didn't have all of what God said he can have. And because of that, he refused to operate as though I'm already all right. He continued to operate as though I'm trying to apprehend what God has presented me, which has apprehended me. See, when you grab hold to the fact that you can have it, it's going to grab hold to you. And eventually you will end up becoming possessed by what you possess. You will become possessed by what you possessed. And when you grab hold to it, it's just, it, it, I can't describe it. It's just, you got to have it. It's, it's like, I got, I got to have it. I, I'm not accepting no for an answer. I got to have it. I'm not going, no, I'm going to have it. I'm going to have it. And, I, and, and what ended up happening is that when Satan then comes with circumstances and situations to tell you, you're not going to have it. You're not going to do it. You'll never be it. You'll be like, uh, I, I'm going to have it. And you won't be influenced by anything else that tells you something different. Because most of us are influenced by other things. As soon as we get with our friends and we start telling them about what God said to us, and they're like, I don't know about all that. God ain't never said that to me. God ain't a guy. That, that's because you watch TV all the time. You don't know nothing about what he's saying. Don't get mad at me while I'm teaching real good. You know about Pap's Blue Ribbon and all that other kind of stuff and all these beer commercials. That's real old, isn't it? I went way back on that one. How about this one? Let's, let's make it a little bit more. Dos Equis. Am I saying it right? Tell me how to say your beer. Tell me how to say your beer right. Dos Equis. Amen. Praise God. Dos <laughs> Glory to God. It's good to be loved. But when you apprehend it, it will apprehend you. It'll grab hold of you and it won't let you go. And you won't let it go because you'll say, I got to have it. I'm going. That's what Paul was saying. Paul said, see, I'm going to get what God has in store for me because he knew where he was wasn't the end of this thing. Yes, I'm in jail, but this isn't the end because I heard what God had to tell. God told me what I was going to do. God told him that he was going to be the uh, uh, apostle to the Gentiles. And he just started talking to the Gentiles and ended up in jail. Because anytime you start doing what God called you to do, some stuff is going to come up against you. Praise God. And the closer you get to what God has in store for you, the more stuff comes up against you. Why? Because God's trying, excuse me, Satan is trying to get you to let loose of your faith and and let loose of of holding on to what God said. Because if he can get you to let loose of it, then it will never happen for you. But you got to understand, I don't care what you hear. I don't care what's going on. Don't cast away your confidence. Paul didn't cast away his confidence. Paul was still excited. He's still pumped. Every day. Why? Because I'm called to minister to the Gentiles and I'm a minister to meet some Gentiles. I bet you if there was Gentiles up in prison, he was preaching to them too. praise God, getting them saved, getting them filled with the Holy Ghost, getting them willing to do what God told them to do, knowing that I'm coming up out of here. See, you got to have the attitude. I'm coming up out of here because this isn't all that God has in store for me. I might be dealing with a little situation right now, but this is temporary and subject to change because God's got greater things in store for me. Philippians chapter one, verse six, which is before chapter three, says he that hath begun a good work in me will be faithful to complete it even until the day of Jesus Christ, our Lord. And when you know that you can, God's going to complete what he has in store for you, any little bump in the road don't get in the way. Any little bump in the road is not going to cause me to drop what God has to say. In fact, I'm going to be excited about it. Why? Because we learned last time, every time that some stuff come up against me, it just shows me I'm closer to getting what God has in store for you. 
Because Satan only steps in your way when you're getting close to what God has in store for you. Satan only raises mess up in the middle of your life when you're about to get what God has in store for you. Oh, there's some folk up in here that must be real close to getting what God has in store for them. Some folk in here that might be touching distance to what God has in store for them because all the stuff that's happening in your life. But I got a word for you. Folk at Word of Faith already know it. I'll share it with the ones that's new. And that is Satan is always loudest just before he leaves. Just before he leaves is when he gets his loudest because he brings his worst stuff up in your life to shoot like his last shot at you to get you to hold and let go of what it is that God said so that you'll never receive what God has in store for you. But we ain't falling for that. We're going to lock in with what God and we're going to apprehend that for which we've been apprehended and we ain't letting go. Glory to God. We ain't letting go. Just like them three and a half hour seats ain't letting you go. Praise God. We ain't letting go. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We're going to step into what God has in store for us. Oh, yes, we are. And this is good. You're going to like this. When you've possessed, let me rephrase that. When you've apprehended, when you seek after apprehending that which, you've, which has apprehended you, then that same word that God gives you is going to become the same word that's going to guide you into what it is that he has in store for you. Because once you apprehend the fact that you can have what God said, I mean fact, it's no longer just faith. It now turns to fact. You know flat out God's going to do it. You know like you know like you know like you know like you know that God's going to do what he said he's going to do, that he's going to come through for you. Once you get that, then that thing can start guiding you to the place that you can be able to get all that God has in store for you. God wants you to have it. That's why he gives you the word in the first place. But our job is to let that word take us to the place of manifestation. See, God's word is our infallible and trustworthy guide for life that will assist us in getting to the end that he has spoken to us. God has spoken an end to me and you about what he wants to do. And his word is what's sent not just to get our attention, but for us to grab hold to so it can then take us to what he has in store for us. Turn to Proverbs chapter six, please. Old Testament, Proverbs chapter six. Oh, yeah, y'all know what that is. That's right behind Psalms. Proverbs chapter six. So I know you read Proverbs all the time. That's the book that teaches a king how to be a king. And y'all the kings. Praise God. Proverbs chapter six. Let's look at verse 20. Here's the king speaking to his child. Just like God is speaking to you. He says, my son, keep thy father's commandments and forsake not the law of thy mother. Bind them continually upon thine heart and tie them about thy neck. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproofs of instruction are the ways of life. Glory to God, that's good stuff right there. Praise God. He said right there, talking about that the law is light, instructions are the way of life. But look, look, verses 20 and 21 show you what to do. Shows you what you ought to do, what your part is in this. Verses 22 and 23 show the benefit of doing verses 20 and 21. 20 and 21 show you what you ought to do. 22 and 23 show the benefit of if you do 21 and 20, 20 and 21, that this is what's going to happen to you. Here's your part. Verse 20. My son, keep thy father's commandments. That word keep right there means guard. The assumption is that you've already received it. And once you receive it, you guard it. You don't let nothing come in and take it 
Nothing come in and dislodge it. Nothing come in and pulls it out of your grasp. I've apprehended it. I've grabbed hold to it and I'm not letting it go. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. That once God gives you that word, you got to protect it. You got to guard it. Are you listening to me? Guard it from what? From anything that'll cause you to lose it or let it go. If anything will come in and lose it and let it go, you got to guard it from that. And it's, and it also means to garrison about or to besiege. That same word means to garrison about or to besiege. I, this is a military town, so I don't have to go into no deep uh, conversation on that. But when you besiege something, you surround it and don't let nothing else in. And you ain't letting nothing else out unless you authorize it going through. Are you listening to me? Nothing comes in, nothing comes out unless you authorize it. And when you get this word of God, you're supposed to besiege it and you're supposed to surround about it in such a way where nothing's getting through to be able to take it out unless you let it through. Are you listening to me? If you end up without the word that God gave you, it's because you let somebody in to take it out of you. But you got to make sure that you cause and surround yourself about with folk that's not going to take away your word. That's why it's time for you to start getting you some faith-filled people to be your friends. Oh, come on up in here. It's time for you to start getting. That's why he told them to get away from their daddy's house, get away from their family and get away from all them other folk because they would steal his faith. Are you listening to me? And there's some folk who mean well, but they still want you to live like hell. Come on up in here and you get you a good word. They'll try their best to talk you about it. I don't know if God really said all that because, you know, God, I, I know somebody that believed that and died. Now, why you even tell me that when I said God did? said he gonna do this for me. I mean, what kind of friend is that? I don't know. Last three people I heard studied the Bible went crazy. So you studying the Bible now, huh? So what, 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 what kind of friend is you? Yo, hey, with friends like that, you don't need no enemies. Hey, if your, if your friend can't say amen when you tell him what God said, that ain't your friend. Get away from, get rid of him. Or at least drop him three, four levels. Come on up in here. Drop him down to about associate, something like that. You know, I know you. But that's it. Are you listening to me? We can't be like running. We can't be like hanging. Come on up in here. And then if your best friend can't say amen, you're the fool. Don't get mad at me while I'm preaching real good. Because let me get this right. The closest person to you is the one that's going to take what God said and mock you and laugh at you. What kind of craziness is that? God told you to guard that word. Keep that word. Don't let nothing come up in there. Why? Because this word is precious. Shoot. It says, and forsake not the law of thy mother. Praise God. Bind them continually upon thine heart. I like that. When he said bind them continually upon their heart, that word right there, bind, is talking about tie them, which means tie them in your heart. Doesn't just mean place them there. It means tie it, which means like weave it, interweave it into your heart. In such a way where it won't be easy to get it out. Every time you meditate the word of God, you're weaving it. It's like a basket. You're weaving it all in your heart. In such a way, was anybody try to pull it out then, they, they ain't getting it out easy. Are you listening to me? At least it'll alert you, you know, kind of like you be in sleep and then somebody pulls something that's tied to your toe and you realize what's going on. You're like, hold up. Well, see, when somebody try to pull something out of your heart, you should be able to feel that somebody's trying to get you to go in the wrong direction. You should be able to recognize, perceive folk getting you in the wrong direction and it's tied to your heart, which means it's all on the inside of you. Something on the inside of you ought to be telling you, I ought not go there. I ought not drink that. I ought not do that. I ought not lay there. I ought not, I ought not lay with them. Come on up in here. Come on now. I ought not take this job. Praise God. Amen. Not this job. Praise God because I ain't got no business being in no bar. I don't care if I'm just working and, and serving the drinks. I ain't drinking them. No, see what you doing up in there? 
Praise God. Amen. I'm just not, I just need to make money. It's McDonald's needs somebody. Praise God. Everybody eating French fries. Praise God. Just go up in there for right now. Praise God. As long as they got a dollar menu, they'll be in business. Praise God. Yeah, so you got, he's trying to wrap this in. You got, you got to get tied up, tangled up with the word of God. But both of these denote not letting anything in unless author, un, authorized or allowed. You got to bind this stuff up in your heart, not just put it there. And look what will turn up happening as a result of that. Verse 22, it says, when thou goest, it shall lead thee. I like that. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. I like that. And when thou awakest, <laughs> it shall talketh with thee. Praise God. Yes, it will. When thou goest, it shall lead thee. That word lead right there means to guide you, which means the word of God is going to guide you. It's going to take you the way you need to go. See, that's good. By implication, you're going to like this. By implication, it means to transport. That the word of God that you keep will transport you. The word of God that you tie up in your heart will transport you to where God has in store for you. See, God's word is the assigned vehicle to transport you to the life that God has waiting for you. It's the assigned vehicle that God has for you to take you to the place that he has in store for you. God has given you a word that's going to chauffeur drive you to the promised land that he has in store for you. But you got to get in. Are you listening to me? And if you don't get in the word, you'll never get there. So many believers won't get in the word, much less let the word get in them. Are you listening to me? And they standing on the outside of the promises of God, watching everybody else being shuttled to and fro. But they can't receive anything that God has to say because they won't bother to do what God told them to do. He said this thing will lead you. He said, look, else, what else he said? He said, when you go to sleep, when you sleepeth, it'll keepeth you. That word keep right there means hedge about you with thorns. Hedge about you with thorns. Hold up. If you keep the word, guard the word, weave it all up in your heart, that word will then come out and get, hedge you about with thorns to the point that even if it, somebody tries to get to you, it's going to cost them. Even if somebody tries to come against you, it's going to prick them. Come on up in here. Y'all remember sticker bushes? Anybody up in here? Y'all maybe y'all didn't call them that. Pray. I don't know what y'all called them. It's them bushes with stickers on them. Sticker bushes. Praise God. Praise God. I don't know what you call them. Thorns. Come on. You know, that when you go touch and, and, they, and, and they reach, you reach for it wrong, man, that thing will hit you and prick your skin. And you pull your hand back and be like, man, shoot. Forget all that. I remember we used to play a lot of baseball, football, stuff like that. Basketball. Ball would go up under the sticker bushes. We'd be like, well, let's play another game. Praise God. Because ain't none of us going up under that ticket. That thing. Forget that. Come on now. And that's what the devil will say to you. When you get this word wrapped around you, forget that. We ain't messing with them. Let's go down the block to the folk that go to the other church. They go to word of faith. They wrap this word all up on the inside of them. We ain't messing with them. Just leave that alone. Let's find another game. Let's find some other thing to play or somebody else to play with. We ain't messing with them. It'll keep you. Praise God. God wants to put a hedge of protection all about you. Remember Satan when, 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 when he was talking to uh, God about Job? And, Joe, and, 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 and God said, what about my servant Job? He said, you got a hedge of protection all about him. Got a hedge built all about him. And that's what he's talking about, a sticker bush all about him. I couldn't get to him if I wanted to. Praise God. That's what he was basically saying. But we know that because of fear, the hedge opened up. Because of fear, God did not open the hedge up. Fear opened it up. Job opened it up. We'll, read, we'll deal with that another time. Praise God. Job opened it up. Well, see, God put Job out there. No, God didn't put Job out there. Job put his butt on out there. 
because he didn't have a word wrapped up in his heart about a certain area in his life. And that was the area that was open for Satan to be able to destroy. Because any area you don't have a word locked up in your life is the area that Satan's going to attack you in. When, if he's jacking your finances because you don't know what God has to say about finances, you ain't put the word in your heart about that. Are you listening to me? Praise God. If he attacked your marriages because you didn't have a word in your heart about marriage. It's real simple. Praise God. We move on. He says that you're supposed to keep these things. You're supposed to bind them about your neck and then it will lead you. It'll keep you this good because the word that God gives me will keep me if I keep it. It'll keep me if I keep it. Verse 22. It says, when thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. And when thou awakest, it shall talk with thee. Now, this it we ought to have in our lives. Because if it's keeping, doing all that other stuff it said it'll do, then we ought to get it up in the middle of that. But the question is, what's it? Now, see, a lot of people say, say that. What is it? She said it's the word of God. <clears throat> Wrong answer. No, for real. Praise God. Watch this. This is good. This is good. I'm glad she said that because I was going to say it if she didn't say it. A lot of believers think it's the word of God, but no, it's not. It's the word of God that you keep. It's not the word. It's the word that you keep. Because if you don't keep it, it can't keep you. And so many believers get the word, but they don't keep it. I'm teaching real good right now. A lot of believers write notes out the mug up in here. But when they go home, they never see those notes again. A lot of people get scripture after scripture after scripture up in here. But when they go home, that Bible don't open up again until it's come back here and they say, turn with me in your Bibles, please. Because we haven't wound that thing up in our hearts. And because of that, it can't keep you. That, that's why when the pressure hits, we be all jacked because it ain't there keeping us. If I had a sticker bush all around me, I could stand in the middle of the sticker bush and be like, nah, 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 nah. You ain't getting me. But if the bush isn't there, I'm scared. Why? Because now he can come over and take me. Amen. And that's why believers are walking around in fear is because they're not doing what they need to do so that the word can keep them the way they're supposed to keep them. That's why we meditate this word day and night. That's why we do not let this word depart from our mouths. That's why we keep saying what the word of God has to say. Why? Because faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Out of the abundance of the heart, does the mouth speak? And when pressure comes, do you stand up and say, but God is going to provide my needs according to his riches and glory. But God has received had, had placed stripes on Jesus' back so that I could be healed. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. That don't come out of most believers' mouths because it's not in their hearts in abundance because they haven't woven it in their hearts. But not us at the mighty word of faith. We put this word up in our house, our mouths. We don't just write notes and never read them again. Come on up in here. We don't just look at scriptures and ask the last time we see them again. We don't be asking nobody all week, have you seen my Bible? On Sunday because you ain't picked it up on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Come on up in here. Ours is worn out. Ours is the Bible with pages falling out. Ours is the one with notes written all up in it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And if it ain't, say amen by faith. And get at it. He said, he said, we read on. When you do that, it'll keep you, lead you, and talk to you. It says, for the commandment is a lamp and the law is light. I like that. It says the commandment is a lamp. PBBS 1 knows that that's a, that, that means it's a candle. And that candle shows you two things. Y'all tell me what it is. 
Where you're standing and what the next step is. That's what the word of God will always show you. Where you're standing, what the next step is. Where you're standing, what the next, good job, baby. Where you're standing, what the next step is. A lot of believers want to know all down the line, what I'm going to be doing when I'm 85, Lord. He's going to show you where you're standing. <laughs> He'll show you what the next step is. Well, Lord, what about this? If I do this, then what's going to happen? Where you standing, what the next step is. He doesn't veer from what he does. He's going to show you where you're standing. Why? Because you need to see for yourself whether you're standing where you're supposed to be standing or whether you're standing in mess. Because a lot of us walk around sniffing, but it's because of where we're standing. Are you listening to me? And then if you find out, then you'll find out where the next step is. After you clean your foot, of course. Praise God to show you what the next step is. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing from God's Word how true it is that we need to respond properly to God's Word for it to do what it can do for me and you. Responding properly to the Word is what we all have to do. That is, if all the things that God promised us in the Word will happen for me and you. So, let's learn to respond to God's Word the way that He wants us to do so that He can do in our lives what He promised that He would do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 